At this time, Elder Lynn Wedderburn is coming to introduce our guest today. Thank you, Pastor, and good morning again, everyone. Um, I get the maybe the, the second best opportunity this morning to introduce a dear friend. Um, he's not just a brother, but a very dear friend. To some of you, I will be introducing the speaker. Others will just be welcoming him because you know no other than evangelist Fred Felton III. Do we all know him? All right. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great opportunity for me to welcome uh, evangelist Fred Felton III to you this morning. And along with him is his beautiful wife and son sitting over here that you'll be able to meet after church. So give them a round of applause. I thank you very much. Evangelist Fred Felton, he hails from Tampa, Florida. He's the president and founder of Impact Ministries and International. You know, he travels all over the globe sometimes to do ministry. A very powerful man of God. He loved the Lord. He loved people. He loved to preach the word. And he loved to win souls for the kingdom of God. I happen to know him over these many years since I'm here. And Fred is a dear friend, a dear brother. And I just want you to sit back and listen to what the Lord is going to do in and through him this morning. He, he, like I said, he's a mighty man of God and he's loved by all of us. He once spoke at our recent um, gospel crusade here, which most of you will remember. So at this point, without any further ado, I welcome to you and I introduce to you my brother and my friend, evangelist Fred Felton. Thank you, brother. God bless you, God bless you. May he use you greatly. Amen. Can we put our hands together for the Lord, everybody? Come on, let's celebrate him. Amen. Amen, amen. It's a, uh, a joy to uh, be back and uh, be with some wonderful friends that we love, Pastor Tim and his wonderful wife, who have been pastoring this great church for how long? 18 and a half years. Come on, can we celebrate them for 18 years of faithfulness? It's hard to get people to do anything for 18 days. Come on, somebody. So I'm glad to be here. Got my wife here, honey. Just stand up and give a wave. Give a wave to everybody. Amen. Thank you for coming, honey. Also, my son, stand up, wave. My namesake, Fred Felton the fourth. He wanted to be with the children, so I said, just for today, can you come and hear Dad preach a little bit? So with a fake smile, he said, all right, amen. But thank you so much to the uh, men's ministry uh, for allowing me to uh, come and minister on such a very, very uh, special day. I'm honored uh, that you would ask me. To come and preach. I understand that you could have asked anybody to be here. You could have asked T.D. Jakes, uh, Joel Osteen. You could have asked our superintendent, but they all said no. So this is about as good as you get. Amen. Praise the Lord. But I'm ready for God's word. I'm not going to be in front of you long, but I believe that there is something that the Lord wants to say to the fathers and the father figures. I'm here on assignment, and I want to do nothing other, if you give me a little latitude, than to encourage every father 
and every father figure. If you're able to, let's all stand to our feet, please. Let's all stand to our feet. And look with me at Luke chapter 8. Look with me at Luke chapter 8. Uh, look at someone next to you. Say, neighbor. Okay, that's the wrong neighbor. They didn't even look at you. Amen. I, they must be from up north somewhere. Amen. Didn't even look at you. Okay, find the nice neighbor. Okay, yeah, that's it. A nice neighbor. Say, you are so blessed. You are really blessed to be standing next to me. If you don't like your neighbor, you can go to a different row after the prayer. Luke, Luke chapter 8, beginning at verse 40. Verse 40. And it says, And as Jesus returned, the multitude welcomed him. For they had all been waiting for him. And behold, there came a man named Jairus. And he was an official, other translations may say, ruler of the synagogue. And he fell at Jesus' feet and began to entreat him to come to his house. For he had an only daughter, about 12 years old, and she was dying. But as he went, the multitudes were pressing against him. Then we see in verse 49, while he was still speaking, someone came from the house of the synagogue official saying, your daughter has died. Do not trouble the teacher anymore. But when Jesus heard this, he answered him, do not be afraid. Come on, lean over and tell your neighbor, don't be afraid. Do not be afraid any longer. Only believe and she shall be made well. Verse 51, and when he had come to the house, he did not allow anyone to enter with him except Peter and John and James and the girl's father and mother. Now they were all weeping and lamenting for her. But he said, stop weeping. Come on, Jesus. For she has not died, but is asleep. And they began laughing at him, knowing that she had died. He, however took her by the hand and called saying child arise and her spirit returned and she rose immediately and he gave orders for something to be given her to eat before you sit down we're going to pray but the simple title of the message this morning is simply Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, use me today to do nothing more than to encourage every father, every grandfather, every godfather, 
in every father figure. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. If I could please share with you today, and that is, fathers are so important to the development of a child socially, emotionally, physically, and even spiritually. I want to state the case today that fathers are important. 63% of youth suicides are from fatherless homes. 85% of all children who show some kind of behavioral disorder comes from fatherless homes. 71% of high school dropouts come from homes where there is no fathers. 80% of youth that go to jail, those who are incarcerated, those who are in prison come from fatherless homes. 71% of daughters whose fathers are not involved in their lives as a teenager will come from a home where there is no father. You see, my brothers and my sisters, when a father is an active believer, there is about a 70%, 75% likelihood that the children will also become active believers. Now, if only the mother, the mother, the mother is a believer bringing the child to church, this likelihood is dramatically reduced to 15%. Fathers are important. You see, when a father is missing, in the home or missing from a home, that home is at risk for life-changing, life-altering, and life-shattering experiences that will impact the child throughout their entire life. Fathers are important. Now, children uh, 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 with involved loving fathers are significantly more likely to do well in school, have healthy self-esteem, less likely to be involved in risky behaviors like drugs, alcohol, or crime. I just want you to know that fathers are important. Can you tell your neighbor fathers are important? <laughs> yeah. You see, there were four men um, that were in the hospital waiting room because their wives were expecting to have a baby. A nurse goes up to the first guy and says, congratulations, you're having twins. He says, that's funny. 
I work for the Minnesota Twins. The nurse goes to the second guy who's waiting and sweating and says, congratulations, you're having triplets. He says, triplets? That's, that's funny. I work for 3M. Come on, somebody. The nurse continues to go down the line. The, the nurse goes to the next guy and says, congratulations. You're having quadruplets. He says, that's crazy. I work for Four Seasons Hotel. She goes to the last guy and says, congratulations. He runs out of the hospital. Ah! He runs out of the hospital and he's screaming. The guys run up behind him and catches him and says, why are you running? He says, you don't understand. I work for 7-Eleven. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I've been telling that joke for 20 years and it still works. <laughs> Go ahead and ask your neighbor who you work for. Amen. So here is Jairus. In Luke chapter 5, uh, if I could just share with you that Jairus' name means lightened. Or it means God enlightens. And as a father, as we have great responsibilities and great decisions that just does not impact us, but it impacts others. And, and it's good to know that God can enlighten us. Come on, somebody. That we don't have to lean upon our own understanding. But we have a father in heaven that will guide us and speak to us and enlighten us as we're going through life's journey but I love what we're going to learn about Jairus quickly we learned that Jairus was married now 15 years ago I could just say marry and move on but in today's society come on somebody you got to be specific Somebody say, be specific. It's just not enough to say he was married. Let me tell you, Jairus was married to a woman. Come on, somebody. Boy, I should have got more amens on that. He was married to a woman who was a female at birth. Come on, say amen. Boy, you got to be specific in the days that we are living in. Jairus was a married man. The next thing I want to share with you, not only was he married, but he went to church. He went to church. Here is a man. Here is a father that went to church. Thank God for every man. Thank God for every father that will take the lead and lead their family to the house of God. Come on, somebody. We got too many men who will stay home in their chair, eating Doritos, in their dirty underwear, watching ESPN or the hunting channel while the wife is taking the children to the house of God but God is raising up some fathers that are saying I'm not just going to talk about it but I'm going to be about it 
going to be the priest. I'm going to be the covering. I'm going to be the leader of my house. And we all are going to the house of God. Thank God for a father who went to church. <laughs> now, now he, 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 he just didn't go to church. And understand that um, um, he just didn't uh, go to church. But from our text, it says that he was a, a leader or a ruler. That means that he was, here we go, involved in church. Thank God for men, come on somebody, who will roll up their sleeves, loosen their tie, and will get involved in the house of God. It's not enough just to come to the house and sing a couple songs and go back home, but we need some men that will come alongside of your pastor and say, how can I serve in the house of God? God has gifted me. God has given me talents. God has given me abilities. How can I use them in the house of God? Come on somebody. God has not called me just to sit in the house of God but he's called me to be involved in the house of God. So if you are a believer and wherever your house of worship is, you need to be involved clap your hands and say amen oh yeah he was involved in church let me encourage every man here that calls this house your place of worship look for how you can serve and get involved and not only that when you keep reading our text it says that uh, he had a daughter She's about 12 years old. Not only did he have a daughter that was about 12 years old, we understand that she was dying. What did this father do? What did this father do when facing difficult times? What did this father do when he was under stress? What did this father do when he was in a dark season? What did this father do when he was facing tough times? He did not bounce. He didn't leave. He didn't abandon his family. He didn't go get a loaf of bread and not be seen anymore. What did this father do? The first thing he did is that this father went to Jesus. Come on, somebody. This father went to Jesus. Can I just remind you that it begins with Jesus? Come on, somebody. Tell your neighbor it begins with Jesus. Oh, yes, it does. It begins with Jesus. It's not about Congress. It's not about the Parliament. It's not about the White House. It's not about Republican or Democrat. But it begins with Jesus. 
Jesus. Come on, somebody. I'm not talking about Biden. I'm not talking about Trump. I'm not talking about Obama. I'm not talking about Bush. I'm coming down your road. I'm not talking about Reagan. I'm not talking about Ford or for some of your old timers. Come on, George Washington. But it begins with Jesus. Come on, somebody. That's when things begin to change. It begins with Jesus. That's when things begin to turn. It begins with Jesus. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about Mary's baby. I'm talking about Joseph's boy. I'm talking about the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star, the miracle worker, the baptizer, the son of God, the son of man, the son of David, the lion of the tribe of Judah. I'm talking about the one who's the author and the finisher of my faith. I'm talking about the one who can walk on top of the water and say, peace, be still. I'm talking about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Somebody shout Jesus. Thank God for a father that had enough sense to go to Jesus. Number two, we learn, oh my God, I'm so excited about this one. This father worshipped Jesus. Because the Bible says he fell down at the feet of Jesus. Now remember I told you that Jairus was a ruler in the synagogue. We would say it today, he had a position in the church. Come on. You see, some folk, when they get a position, when they get a title, they talk funny. Come on, you can say, man, we don't know who you're talking about. Come on, you know they talk funny. Hey, come on, it's me, your boy. Come on, somebody. And they start walking funny. They walk like a dignitary. Come on, somebody. But, 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 this father who had reputation, this father who had power, this father who was who was educated, come on somebody, this this father who was elevated amongst his brothers, uh, this father, this father, this father did not let his position, did not let the reputation that others had of him, this father did not allow his power or his title to stop him from worshiping Jesus. Could I suggest to some of you here the reason why it's hard for some of you to worship God is because you are full of yourself. 
Yes, it's hard to worship God when you're full of yourself. What are they going to think? What are they going to say? How do I look? Well, you know I'm of this culture. Oh, but Jairus did not let those things stop him from worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Can I tell every father? Can I tell every man? Can I tell every woman? Don't allow the blessings of God to get in the way of you worshiping the blesser. Come on somebody. I thank God for Jairus because Jairus is letting us know that you are not so important that you cannot worship Jesus. Come on somebody. You see praise and worship is different. We praise God for what he has done. And I'm just a little tired of going to churches. Come on somebody. And too many people are acting like God has not done anything. Oh, we have the women who are giving God praise. The women that are celebrating the goodness of the Lord. And the men are sitting back like a statue. But the devil is a liar. I pray Lord that you would raise up more men in the house of God who will remember the good things that the Lord has done for them Lord raise up the men that will open up their mouth and give God praise praise for what God did for you when you was a little boy praise when you was in the islands walking barefooted praise how God opened up a door for you praise how God healed your body. Praise how God favored your children. Praise. I'm asking every man, stand up on your feet. Every man stand up on your feet and give God praise because God has been good to him. Praise him for every blessing. Praise him for every miracle. Praise him for every open door. Praise him how he protected you, provided for you. Let everything that has breath praise. Wow. I'm feeling good in this house. Please be seated. Hey, my God. You see, this is not a white thing. It's not a white thing. Not a black thing. It's not an African thing or Caribbean thing or European thing. This is a love thing. Come on, somebody. This is you recognizing that God has been good to you. God has blessed you. The least you could do is give him praise. So, 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 ah, thank you, Father. So, so that's praise. But, 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 worship is different. You see, when we praise God, it would be like someone saying, I praise God for shoes. Come on, somebody. But worship is different. Worship says, I worship God if I have no shoes. 
Here is Jairus worshiping Jesus. We worship God not for what he has done, but we worship God for who he is. Woo! That might be why some of you struggle to worship God because you really don't know who he is but when you know who God is oh you got to worship him you got to lift up your hands you worship him not because of what he's done you're not worshiping him because of cars and homes and jewelry and promotional you're worshiping him because who he is come on somebody if God never blesses you again he's already blessed you enough come on somebody we worship him God you are wonderful God you are magnificent God you are incredible God you are wonderful God I worship you you sit high and you look low come on somebody the earth is your footstool. I worship you here. It's Jairus worshiping Jesus. In spite of his situation, the question is, my brothers and my sisters, can you worship God in spite of what you are going through? Can you worship God in spite of the hell that you are going through? Where are the worshipers at? Where are the worshipers that will lift up your hands with tears in your eyes and say, God, you're still good. God, you're still a good, good father. Can we lift up our hands and begin to worship God in spite of what you're going through? Can you worship in spite of what the doctor says? Can you worship? Lord, I worship. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. Sometimes that's all we can do is worship you. Jairus worshipped him and didn't care who was looking at him. He worshipped him. Didn't care who was around him. Because he understood, didn't he? Who was in his midst. And after worshipping Jesus, we see. Thank you, sir. I feel your encouragement. Thank you. We see that this father began to walk with Jesus. Oh, come on, talk to us, Jairus. Oh, thank you, Father. God, raise up more men that will walk with Jesus. Come on, somebody. I'm a walker today. God, give us more men that will walk with Jesus. Give us more men in the United States, in the divided states of America. Give us more men that will walk with Jesus. Come on, somebody. That will walk for their Lord. That 
not walk with their God. Here is Jairus going through hell. Here is Jairus with the worst news of his life. But here is Jairus. Come on, somebody. Excuse me, sir. I'm walking with Jesus. I heard what the doctor said. I know what's going on, but I'm still going to walk with Jesus. Everybody walks with Jesus when it's easy, but where are the men that will walk with Jesus when it gets difficult, when it gets hard, when it gets rough, when it gets difficult? Jairus! His walking with Jesus. Bad news from the doctor. Walking with Jesus. It hurts, but he's still walking with Jesus. It's difficult, but he's still walking with Jesus. Had to bear a loved one last year, but he's still walking with Jesus. Going through trials and tribulations, but he's still walking with Jesus. Lost your job, lost your house, but he is still walking with Jesus. All alone, the darkest moment of his life, but he is still walking with Jesus. You would be surprised at the number of men, at the number of people that were walking with Jesus, but when it got tough, when it got rough, when it got difficult, those same men stopped walking. But here's Jairus. Been an example to every man. Here's Jairus. Been an example to every father. Whatever will come your way, keep walking with Jesus. I don't know what people are going through in this house, but can you do this for me? And can you touch three people and just tell them, keep walking, 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 keep walking with Jesus. The fourth thing we learn is that this father witnessed a miracle. Can I remind you that we serve a God who is still doing miracles? Do I got no witness in the house from anybody? We serve a God who is still doing miracles. Come on, somebody. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Come on. If he did it before, he will do it again. Come on. That's why I get excited when God is blessing my neighbor. Because when God is blessing my neighbor, that means he's in the neighborhood. Come on, somebody. 
somebody. God is still doing miracles. He's still opening doors. He's still doing signs and wonders. He's still healing the sick, cleansing the lepers, breaking yokes. Come on, somebody. God is still a miracle working God. If you've ever received a miracle from God, clap your hands and give God praise for every, 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 every miracle. So I'm just so glad that Jesus showed up. That Jesus showed up at Jairus' house. And I don't know about you, but you can look at times in your life when Jesus showed up for you. Why are you clapping? Why are you rejoicing? Why are there tears coming down your eyes? Because you're grateful that Jesus showed up. Come on somebody. When I was weeping Jesus showed up. When I was crying Jesus showed up. When I was struggling to stay afloat Jesus showed Showed up when my head was down, when my heart was heavy, when the doctor gave me bad news. Jesus showed up when I was in a dark season in my life. Come on, somebody! Jesus showed up when I was sick, when I was broken, when I was abandoned, when I was rejected. I thank God. I thank God that Jesus showed up for me. When Jesus shows up, he will turn your morning into dancing. He will put clapping in your hands. When Jesus shows up, he'll put a smile on your face. He will put joy in your heart. When Jesus showed up, things will change. There'll be a shift. Come on, somebody. Things will open. Things will begin to turn around. Come on, somebody. When Jesus shows up because of this father's passion because of this father's pursuit because of this father's prayer because of this father's watch this faith in Jesus Christ can I tell you something they will know that God is alive. They will know that God will make a way where there is no way. They will know that God is still a miracle working God. They will see that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Come on somebody. They will know that a God before me who can be against me. They will know that God has done it for me. Jairus got his little girl back. This encourages me because I don't care how far down you think you are, 
God can lift you back up. This lets me know that I don't care how broken it seems. God can put it back together. I don't care how lost God can find it. You can get it back. So as I wrap this thing up today, because I'm getting hungry, come on somebody. I know I'm not the only one, amen. I thought I heard a couple stomach growls out there. Some of y'all praying for a miracle already that he'll wrap it up. I could just imagine Jairus talking to his little girl and telling his daughter all that had taken place. Honey, we almost lost you. So daddy, what what did you do, daddy? I went to Jesus. I worshiped Jesus. I saw a miracle because I walked with Jesus. And I can just imagine the daughter understanding that she almost died and all that her father went through for her. I can just imagine her looking into the eyes of her father and simply saying, thank you, father. First Corinthians chapter eight, verse six says, yet for us, there is but one God, the father from whom all things and we exist for him. Isaiah chapter 64 verse 8 says, But now, O Lord, you are our father. We are the clay and you are our potter. In Matthew chapter 6 verses 9 through 10, pray then this way. Our father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. Not yet, not yet. 1 John chapter 3 verse 1 see how great a love the Father has bestowed on us that we would be called children of God. Let me give you one more. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. You see, God is our Father. And sometimes we need to say, thank you, Father. When I was in Uganda, we've done great ministry in Uganda, and you have helped me. We went to this village, stricken with AIDS and malaria. The church they worshipped under a tree. They invited me to come and minister my God, it was about 14 people. Come on, somebody. And before I began to bring God's word, they began to give a time of testimony. This little girl came up, about 10 or 11 years old, 
hair discolored because of malnutrition, thin, no shoes, dress was too big, and she stood before the 14 people in the team, in the team that was with me, and she said, I want to thank my father. I'm saying to myself, excuse me, in my head, what in the world does this little girl can find anything to thank God for? She continued to say, I thank God because this Christmas, my heavenly father allowed me to have a piece of meat. Because of her gratitude, I'm going somewhere. Because of her willingness to say thank you to her father. It began a journey of our ministry raising money for wells and schools and churches and Bibles and mosquito nets. You see, your thank you, your gratitude opens doors. Come on, somebody. Can I say that some church members are missing their blessing because they complain, because they compare themselves to others, because they are selfish and act entitled, because they are on top of that and they refuse to give God praise. But can I tell you, there comes a time in your life where you got to say, I'm not going to wait for Sunday. I'm not going to wait for the praise team but I'm going to say thank you father I got to tell my father thank you come on somebody if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side where would I be I would have died in that car accident I would have died in that hospital but I want to tell my heavenly Father, thank you to every father that is here today. I want to say thank you. I want you to feel it from your brother up here today. I want to tell every father, thank you. I want to say thank you. Thank you for staying in that difficult marriage. Thank you for being involved in your child's life in spite of the mama drama. Thank you for throwing the football in shooting hoops. Thank you for showing up for practice. Thank you for attending the daddy-daughter dance and the daddy-daughter dates. Thank you for helping your child with their homework. Thank you for working two jobs to help provide for the family. Thank you for holding your child when they were afraid. Thank you for bringing your child to church. And thank you for raising another man's child and loving them and treating them as your own. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. As we all stand to our feet. Thank you, sir. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. Then we have our Heavenly Father who has been so, so 
good to us. Sometimes we're so in a hurry to get out of church and get to the ending prayer and benediction. in a way where there was no way thank you father for loving me when I was mean and nasty and dirty thank you father for being long suffering for giving me time to get it together thank you father for your supernatural protection For keeping me in my right mind. For the clothes on my back. And the roof over my head. Thank you, Father. For being a healer. For being a provider. Thank you, Father being a deliverer. Thank you for taking the country boy from the islands. From the back of the line. And Father, you brought me to the front of the line. You have blessed me and my family. And I want to say thank you. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my children. Father, thank you for my grandchildren. Father, thank you for my church. Father, thank you for turning my case around. Thank you for bringing me out of a storm. Lord, thank you for Jesus and salvation. Thank you for the honor of sharing this Father's Day. Every head bow, please. Maybe you're here this morning and you will say, Evangelist, I want to know God as a father. God is not my father. I don't have a relationship. I am a sinner. I need forgiveness. I know if I took my breath right now, I know heaven would not be my home. But today, I want to get right with God. Today, I want my sins forgiven. Today, I want to know God as a father. And I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. If you're here today, you want to receive Jesus on the count of three I want to ask you to raise your hand you're here today you want to know God as a father on the count of three I'm going to ask you to raise your hand on the count of three maybe you're backslidden sir you was once serving God you was once walking with Jesus sir but you're saying today I want to walk with him for the rest of my life. One. Two. Three. If that's you, raise your hand. 
I want to accept Jesus in my life. I want to know God as a father. Amen. Amen. I see those hands going up. Those hands who are raised on the count of three. Can you meet me at the front? And I just want to pray with you. I'm not doing this to embarrass you. But I celebrate what you are doing. If you raise your hand, come to this altar on three. One, two, three. Come right now. Come right now. If you raise your hand, come. It's all right. Come, come, come. Come on, let's begin to clap. Let's begin to clap, everybody. Come on, come on. They're coming. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Could I have a woman stand with her, please? Could I have a man stand with him? Thank you. Thank you, Brother Lynn. And just rest your hands upon their shoulders. Rest your hands upon. Face me, honey. Ma'am, face me. Face me. Thank you so much. Lift your hands to the Lord. Father, I pray for these wonderful people that have come forward because they want to know you as a father. So as I began to lead them in prayer, you hear the words coming out of their mouth and you see the condition of their heart. So give them what they want today. Let's all repeat this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, I agree with you. That I am a sinner. And I've fallen away from you. I ask you today. To forgive me. Of all my sins. I invite you. To live inside of my life. To be my Lord. And to be my Savior. Change me. Make me the person you created me to be. From this day forward and for the rest of my life because you died for me I will live for you. In Jesus name. Amen. Let's clap our hands all over the building. Brother John, if you can join me, please. Yeah, come on, son. You can stand with me. Come on. Come on. Stand to my right. God laid this on my heart. And I've been doing men ministry for over 20 years. And the things that we have talked about and shared and prayed and cried, it's going to be an honor to do what I'm getting ready to do. If you are a man, a father, a grandfather, or a father figure, I want you to come up here because I want to pray for you. I want to put something in your hands. If you can stand in front of Get a, get a nail from Brother John and then begin to line up that.
to your left. Just come and get a nail and just walk down to your left, please. Yes. It's going to make sense in a moment, I promise you. Thank you, Pastor Tim. Thank you. If you're a father or a grandfather, or a father figure, or a godfather, Thank you so much, Brother John, for helping me with this. I pray we have enough. Multiply like you did the bread and the fish. We're going to trust God with this. Give myself away. God bless you. I give myself away so you God bless you. can you. Me, I give myself away. Let's trust God. Oh God, multiply. Help us, God. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. I give myself away. So you can use me. I give myself away. Man, if you can come here and face me, please. Fill this area in. I want you facing me. knows like you know what you've been through nobody knows the path that brought you to this place today for some of us come from the island nobody knows the, the journey nobody knows experiences nobody thinks nobody knows things that were done to you or said to you because of the color of your skin or your accent I'm going to tell you God knows and from one brother to another brother I want you to know that I celebrate you let me say what a lot of men don't hear as I was praying this morning I want you to hear these words men that is, I appreciate all that you've done. I appreciate all that you are doing. As men, we don't hear those words a lot. But I want you to know, I appreciate what you've done. I appreciate all that you are doing. Men don't hear these words, I'm proud of you. We don't hear it when we're little boys, for some of us. For some of us, we have not heard it in our adult years, in our senior years. But I want you to know, sir, I'm proud of you. Only God knows what you've been through to get where you are. And I want to say I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. 
And then the last one. Before I pray over you. Is that you are loved. Why that is important. Because many times people say they love us. Because of what we've done for them. Probably because of what we did for them. But can I tell you that I love you, period. That God loves you, period. His love for you is not based on performance. His love is not based on what you've done, what you've given, or what you've accomplished. He loves you you so as I get ready to pray I want you to look at the nail this nail is just symbolic put it somewhere where you will see it to remind you of your heavenly father that's helping you hold it together. When you see that nail, sir, put it somewhere to remind you that your heavenly father is helping you hold it together. Because life gets tough. And then secondly, like I started by saying that fathers are important, Sir, your life is helping to keep things together. Your marriage together. Your family together. This church together. You're very important. Let's close our eyes, lift our hands with the nail. If you drop the nail, you can always pick it back up again. Come on, somebody. Father, I thank you for today. Lord, I thank you for every father. And sometimes being fathers, Lord, we're not appreciated or celebrated. We don't hear thank you, appreciate you, proud of you. But Father, you love these fathers here. I pray that you would encourage them today. That they matter, they're important, they're valuable, God. May they never look at themselves as insignificant, unimportant. If you removed every nail from a house, it would fall apart. May we be reminded that we are the modern day nails for our society. And if you take away fathers, things would fall apart. So I thank you for this church. We thank you for Pastor Tim. We thank you for the men's ministry. And as we get ready to leave this place, may we never forget what this nail reflects in our life. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Pastor Tim.
Amen. Amen. Has God blessed you today? Has He challenged you today? I encourage you to go out and live out that challenge. Pastor, uh, Brother Fred did a great benediction. I don't feel an additional need to pray a blessing over you, but I just echo what Fred said. Man, I'm proud of you. I said that earlier before he even preached. I'm proud of you. I'm proud to have you as part of our church. And I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. I want to encourage each of you, even the men, if you're able to reach out to the men of your life who have impacted you, your father for sure, but if there's any other men that have impacted you, maybe some other men in the men's group, encourage each other. Say, hey, you know what? You've made a difference in my life. That testimony you told me, that, that time you prayed for me, whatever it is, let's encourage one another today. Before we leave this place, but even beyond that, if there's some people you need to call, you want to call, I encourage you and challenge you to do that. The last thing I'll say is that if you have a moment and you want to talk with Fred, I'm sure he'd love to talk with you. You can encourage him. I'm sure he needs encouragement too. But another way you can encourage him is if you want to give toward his ministry. And you can do that in the offering or online. God bless you. Have a wonderful Father's Day. Those of you that watched online, we're so glad that you're able to be a part of this. We appreciate, value, and honor you also. God bless you. Greet one another. Encourage one another this is you before you leave this morning. God bless you.